Money, Riches, and Wealth is sponsored by the Financial Consulate. Say you don't need no diamond rings and I'll be satisfied. Tell me that you want the kind of things the money just can't buy. I don't care too much for money. Money can buy me love. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Time now for Money, Riches, and Wealth. Here's your host, Drew Tignanelli. This is Drew Tignanelli, your Money, Riches, and Wealth. And uh, co-host tonight, Jackson Courtney. Jackson, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, Drew. Thanks for having me on this, uh, I guess it's a pre-Christmas show, right? This is the show before Christmas. That is absolutely <laughs> correct. And uh, and it's a good time to uh, remind people the reason that that's our theme song, the, the Beatles' Uh, you know, you can't buy me love is uh, because, we, you know, the motto of our firm is to help lessen the worry and burden of money management so that you can spend more time with the true power of life, which is relationships. And love is the ultimate, the, penit- the penultimate of a relationship. And the thing that destroys relationships more than anything else is money and the love of money. And, uh, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, hey, I'm willing to try to find love with a lot of money, uh, you know, and that's fine. If you want to go ahead and try to find that, that's great. But uh, relationship is what life is all about. And uh, we're here to uh, help people with uh, any question about personal money management to help uh, you uh, create the greatest wealth, wealth efficiency that you can with your personal finances, and that's what a professional advisor should do. That's that's their goal, not not just invest the money. Investing is becoming much more of a commodity. In other words, there are certain asset allocations that most people use, international, large cap, small cap, you know, bonds, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, indexes are a major portion of almost uh, most uh, management companies. And, you know, everybody says, you know, we're doing this and we're doing that. But when you add up the numbers, most people are all falling in the same category <laughs> as to what rates of return you're getting. It's all the other things. It's helping people, you know, really uh, answer all those questions about Social Security and Medicare and insurances without selling the insurance to them. Showing, showing people like a doctor, these are the things you can do to improve your wealth efficiency. And, and that's what we do on this show to demonstrate to people what a true professional financial advisor should do and be able to answer any question you have to you have with your uh, dealing with your personal finances. So if you want to call in tonight's an open show like we love to do and Jackson and I are here to answer your question 410-922-6680, 410-922-6680 if you want to call in and ask your question anything dealing with your personal finance if it deals with your money or you know how you make money or how you spend money or what you have to spend money on or what you're concerned about or some issue you're having with your parents or or whatever the case may be and if you want to call in and ask a question 410-922-6680 if you want to call in and direct the conversation tonight you are our guest you get to determine the direction 410-922-6680 and you're going to let me know, Jackson, on our chat thing here, I right? sure am, yep. Uh, if you have anybody online. And uh, until then, if you don't call in, at least uh, Nita will be giving us some great Christmas music tonight. <laughs> uh, you know, I, she might start saying, well, I don't know what that song was she played last week. There was some uh, Beatles song, I think, had to do with Christmas. I, 
I didn't even know the Beatles had a song about Christmas, you know. <laughs> anyway, we're here on an open show, 410-922-6680, and Greg's on the line, eh? Let's go to yes, Greg sir. there, Jackson. Okay, we're going to go to Greg in Pasadena. How are you, Greg? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for taking my call. Sure yeah. thing. How can we help you? Okay, so I am uh, going to be 65 in July. Um, I'm retired. My wife works uh, for the state of Maryland. We have uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield. And what? when do I have to switch over to Medicare? And what's, what, do I have to do that because we already have insurance? Or what's the situation that I'm in with Medicare? So first off, you have to tell me what day in July do you turn 65? Uh, the 5th. Okay, well. I'm the 31st. You know, that's the great day, as we call it, July 31st. But anyway, July 5th, uh, you turn 65. Is your wife going to continue to work for the state? Yes. Okay. And how many more years do you think she'll work for the state? Maybe two. Maybe two. Okay. And, um, and she carries the medical insurance for the two of you, correct? Yes. Okay. So here's the story. As long as she works for the state, and as long as she's carrying the medical insurance, you do not have to sign up for Medicare if you don't want to, okay? And you shouldn't want to for Medicare Part B, okay? You don't want to sign up for Medicare Part B. You want to defer that. Now, I don't believe your wife has what's called a health savings account, a high-deductible health plan that is HSA qualified health savings account because I don't I've never seen a state worker with an HSA qualified account so I don't think she has one. No, we don't. It's, okay, it's Blue Cross Blue Shield preferred provider. Preferred provider and it's a relatively low deductible, right? Five hundred or a thousand bucks. It's lower, I think it's lower than that. Yes. Okay, so you don't have a high deductible plan. So here's what you do, Greg. You're going to sign up for Medicare Part. A, only, when you turn 65. So in, in June or May, you're going to put in your Medicare application and say, I only want Medicare Part A, okay? Medicare A is for hospitals. So what that'll do is add a supplemental to the Blue Cross and Blue Shield plan that you have that if you ever do go to the hospital, it, it'll help to offset any bills that you have, Okay. But you don't want right, to sign so up for... Saying, uh, right, you're saying that I want to have a Medicare, a, a Blue Cross Blue Shield supplement to... This. No, 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 no. You're going to keep the same medical insurance you currently have for the two years your wife continues to work, okay? You're going right. to keep that insurance, okay? You're just going in and saying, I want to sign up for Medicare Part A because you've already paid for that. There's no extra cost for it. It becomes a supplemental to Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Okay? You don't have to do anything with Blue Cross and Blue Shield. You're just going to sign up for Medicare Part A. And then when your wife retires two months before, you're going to get what's called an L-564 from the state of Maryland saying, that Greg had medical insurance with the state of Maryland for the two years after he turned 65. You're going to then turn that into Medicare when you go sign up for Medicare Part B 
and you're going to get eight months to get Medicare Part B without a penalty for not signing up for it when you turn 65. Am I making this clear to you? I'm not sure I'm getting it through to you. Yeah, I think so. I think you said that now that second part with the two months in the L-564, uh, I'm, si- I'm going to be signing up for uh, Medi- Medicare Part B. Only after your wife retires. Right, Medicare B. And that's going to cost you $170 a month when you sign up for that. That's why you don't want to sign up for it now. You want to wait. Okay, you got to hold on with me. I got to come back and answer this because I want to make sure you you I fully explain this to you. Okay, we got to go okay, to traffic. Take it away, traffic. Hold on, Greg. This is Drew Tignanelli, and I have a question for you. Is your financial advisor a doctor of personal financial advice? Do you get strategies to reduce taxation, Social Security, Medicare advice, sophisticated retirement planning, investment allocation strategies, estate planning, or help with any issue of money? It is time you do a financial physical with me and my team at the consulate and experience the difference. You hear the depth of knowledge we have about personal finance, so do a financial physical and you'll experience what we believe an advisor should do for you. They should be independent, experienced, credentialed, fee-only, comprehensive fiduciaries. They should be a doctor of personal finance and not salespeople selling you products. Set up an introductory meeting by calling 410-823-SAVE, 410-823-SAVE, or go online, financialphysical.com. That's financialphysical.com. It's time you experience the difference. Said the night wind to the little lamb. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little lamb. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? A star, a star. Now back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. All right, we're back. You there, Jackson? Yep, I can hear you loud and clear. All right. All right, we're going to go back to Greg in Pasadena. We're going back to Greg in Pasadena. Greg, I got to get this finished real quick, okay? So you do not have to sign up for Medicare at all if you don't want to. I'm just telling you to sign up for Medicare A because it doesn't cost you anything when you turn 65 next year. Stay on your wife's medical plan for the two years, okay? At the end of two years, when she retires, then you have to sign up for Medicare Part B. But you won't be penalized because you didn't sign up at 65 because you had a medical plan with your wife. And then you sign up for Medicare Part B, and you bring an L-564 to them and says, here's proof that I had medical insurance, so don't penalize me. I'm signing up for Medicare Part B now. And then they'll start charging you 170 a month for it. Does that sound good? Yeah. What, what is all the stuff about the different, about the, the uh, Part, part uh, E or Part F and those things? You don't have to worry about that because... That's called Medigap. That's for people like Jackson and I who work for small companies and our company doesn't provide retiree Medicare supplemental insurance. The state of Maryland provides a retiree supplemental Medicare policy. So as long as your wife is eligible for retiree supplemental Medicare insurance, when she fully retires, 
you and her will be under that and you don't have to worry about A, B, D, G, E, F and all that kind of stuff. All right? Got it. Got it. Right. If you have any other questions, let me know because this gets confusing. You know, I can understand, I understand that. You. You know? Th- thank you, Drew. Thank you for what you do, and you are the you are the doctor of finance. <laughs> well, I do appreciate that, my friend. We got to go. We're going to Bill and Owings Mills, but All let right. me go. Let me just say to everyone, we're on an open show. Four one zero nine two two six six eighty. Four one zero nine two two six six eighty. After Bill, no one on the line, so call in. Get your question answered. Go ahead, Bill. Hey, Bill. How you doing? How can we help you? Fine. How are you? Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. You too. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. I have a question kind of similar to your previous caller, but uh, I'll be 65 on the May 18th of next year. Um, my question is uh, I can't afford to retire. Um, problem is, is I'm making less than what I used to make, and I'm just trying to make the bills, and I'm hearing they're going to raise taxes. No, it's just like an... In this state, it's never-ending. But anyway, I just know if I make it. I'm just wondering, along with uh, Medicare, do I, am I obliged to re- apply for it at 65? You work for a company that provides medical insurance for you, my friend? Yes, I do. Okay. As long as they provide... Uh, how big is the company? Is it 20 or more people? Oh, absolutely. It's a large hotel chain. Okay. As long as you have medical insurance with a company with 20 or more people, you do not have to sign up for Medicare until you you uh, leave the company and no longer have medical insurance with your current employer. And uh, now, like I said to Greg earlier, if you don't have a health savings account with uh, your current uh, medical insurance plan, you can sign up for Medicare Part A, which is for hospitals, because you've been paying for that all your life, and it won't cost you anything. Just don't sign up for Medicare Part B until you fully leave and and no longer have medical insurance with your employer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. Because I, I didn't. I thought you. I was under the impression you had to apply for it uh, a couple of months in advance, or you get penalized for it if you. Uh... Well, that's that's only true. It's only true if you do not have medical insurance. But if you have a group medical plan with a company with 20 or more employees, mm-hmm. you can you can defer your Medicare Part B decision until the day you leave that employer and your medical insurance dis, uh, is, is terminated. And then you have what's called a special enrollment period. It's eight months from the date that your insurance terminates. So if you leave them in 2029, you got eight months from the day you terminate to sign up for Medicare Part B. But I would sign up for it a month, a month or two before you quit the company, right? Until you retire. Yeah, of course, yeah. I, I, that's when I would sign up for Medicare Part B and start paying them their premium. In the interim, just stay on your medical plan and don't listen to the rest of the people talk about, you know, age 65, you got to sign up. Da, 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 da. I hear that all the time. It's not true if you have medical insurance through an employer like you do, Bill. So you're how in good shape. Take, how long does it take to apply for uh, a part A? It should take 30 days, 45 days at the most. So I would sign up for it in uh, in March or, or April. Uh, I would sign up for it to start in May. Okay. And you call Social Security to do that, or you do it online. Either one, you know, if you're not good with online stuff, just call them up on the phone. 
I would suggest you call them up at eight o'clock in the morning, exactly at eight <laughs> o'clock, or else you'll sit on the line for an hour waiting for them to come online. Sure. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Have All right. Well, Merry Christmas to you, Bill. You have Thank a great you, one. You too. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, Bill. Anybody online, Jackson? Nobody on the line, but uh, do we want to talk about how to sign up for Part D as well as, as an add-on to Part uh, B? So let's 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 talk about Medicare, Jackson. That's a good point. A is for hospitals, right? Right. B is for B is for your uh, typical uh, doctor visits. Doctor visits, or a lot, a lot of times they'll call it outpatient visits. Outpatient meaning not in a hospital, right? Right. And uh, then Part D is for drugs, prescription Ooh. drugs. <laughs> drugs. <laughs> That's a young person <laughs> talking there. You know, drugs. <laughs> Go get your drugs, man. I got my Part D plan. <laughs> Prescriptions. Right. <laughs> Medicare Part D. Well, what's Medicare Part C? Well, I mean, you just remember D for drugs. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's Medicare Part C? Uh, that's your that's your Medigap. Your uh, your supplemental. No. Oh, I'm sorry. That's your Advantage. That's the Advantage plan. Now, yes. there's where it gets complicated, right, okay? Right. So, Medicare Part A is for hospitals. Medicare Part B is for doctors or outpatient. And Medicare Part D is for prescriptions and drugs and so forth, okay? Um, but if you want to, you can kind of bundle them all together into one package called Medicare Advantage. And Medicare Advantage acts a lot like an HMO, Anyway, we'll talk more about that when we come back. We have to take a pause, but we're on an open show tonight. All lines are open, 410-922-6680, 410-922-6680. Take it away, traffic. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by choir. Now back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Why are people dressed up like Eskimos? That's that's a question I've always wanted to ask Nat. You know, it's not one of my top three songs there, Jackson, but it's certainly a very good Christmas song. I got to give her that. It is. You know, my, uh... anyway, we're on an open show. Um, I think George is on the line waiting for us right there, Jackson. He sure is. I think so. So um, let me just say that uh, we still have three or four lines open. So if you want to call in and direct the conversation also, 410-922-6680, 410-922-6680 is the way to call in, direct the conversation like Greg and Bill did just a little bit ago. A great conversation with them. Um, so whatever the topic is, if it deals with your personal finances, 410 410- Nine two two six six eighty. Let's go and see what George is up to. Okay. Hey George, how you doing? How can we help you? Okay. Yes, I have a tax question. Uh, years ago, when I was single, I bought a stock, and the certificate is in my name only. Uh, now I'm thinking of changing the certificate to make my wife transfer on death. They call it. So should I die? she would automatically get the stock. I'm wondering if I do that, whether that would adversely affect a stepped-up basis for her since the stock has appreciated. Since from no, she'll get it. the full step-up in basis, George, and that's a very good thing to do is a TOD to her so she doesn't have to worry about 
Um, she doesn't have to worry about probate or anything of that sort. Is she a lot younger than you? Um, not really, but if she is younger than I am. Is, uh, are, you know, is, is your health or her health better than the other? Uh, well, I can't say for sure, but uh, she is younger. Okay. Well, she's likely to outlive you, then leaving it in your name only with a TOD on the account would give her a full 100% step up in basis. She'd pay no taxes on the uh, sale of the stock after you pass away, assuming that no politician screws it up and does away with the step up in basis. As our current president has uh, tried almost successfully to do in 2021 when he tried to pass the Build America Better bill, and praise God for uh, to, for uh, Manson Manson what's his Manchin. name for Manson I had it on the tip <laughs> of my tongue you know that he stopped him from uh, passing that bill uh, or we would have lost the step up in basis now he's well, giving you a million dollar step up in basis but sometimes when you have those really highly appreciated stocks that you've owned for a long long time a million dollars isn't a lot of money you know well. Uh... I'm not in that position, but well, let me uh, tell you this: it'll be a, a savings for sure. Yeah, let me tell you this: I've got clients that you know had you know ten, twenty, thirty years ago, like fifty, a hundred thousand dollars worth of McCormick stock, which now all of a sudden, twenty, thirty years later, is worth like two million dollars. So, you know, if you have the right ones, it can be worth a lot, a lot of money. You know, so all right, George, no problem. Go ahead and do that. I think that's a very wise decision. Thank you very much. All right. Thank Have you, a great George. Christmas, George. Uh, right. You too. Next, Thank we're going to go to Brad in Parkville. Hey, Brad, how are you, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you guys? We're doing good. great. Good, good. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, just had a quick question about um, retiring early and health care um, and what you recommend to your clients that uh, do retire early. Now, how early is early? 50, oh. 60, what? No, probably somewhere between, I'm 59 now, probably somewhere between 60 and 61. Okay. So what we normally do, Brad, this is great. You, you know, we got you got to thank President Obama for this one, okay? The ACA, yeah. The ACA. So <laughs> the ACA says this, Brad, if your adjusted gross income is under like 60, are you married or single? I'm single. Okay. If your adjusted gross income is under like $60,000, okay, you know, this is your strictly your tax return, adjusted gross income, $60,000. If we can get your adjusted gross income on your tax return to say 60000 or less, your medical insurance for those two or three years until you get to be uh, Medicare age will only cost you between $100 and $400 a month, and you'll have a great plan almost identical to the plan that you currently have wherever you work. And uh, we do it all the time. Uh, you know, you say, well, how can I do that? Well, you know, we have to see your assets and the income that you have. But if we can keep your adjusted gross income down at that level, um, you know, the ACA will pay for your medical insurance. You'll have a great plan. And there's, you know, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. It's just, it's almost too good to be true. You know, I mean, We've got clients that might be worth two, three million dollars, and yet we control their adjusted gross income to be below that number, whatever it is, and the ACA pays for it. It's, you know, the Republicans told Obama that this is what's going to happen, but he didn't listen to them. <laughs> you know, so, I, you know, my opinion is 
I, you know, they, they'll punish me with laws that I don't think are fair. Uh, so why don't I take advantage of laws that I think are stupid also, you know? Well, that's fantastic. That's a load off because I thought I'd be paying a lot more. And yes, I can definitely get in below uh, 60. Make sure you have a very good tax person to work with you throughout the course of the year to make sure your income comes in below 60000 or so, okay? Okay, great. That's, that's uh, great news. That and the lower you bring it in, my friend, the lower you bring it in, the more they're going to pay for it. So, I mean, we've brought it in as low as $25,000, and they paid like 90 bucks a month for a couple. <laughs> wow. That's great news. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right, buddy. Take care. Right. Great. Sure thing. Thanks, great Brad. Call. Great question. Thank you. All right, next we're going to go to Lee and Towson. Hey, how you doing, Lee? How can we help you? I have two questions. Um, the first is, is there any kind of trust where you get a step up in basis after the trust is dispersed or ended? Well, it depends on the trust, of course, okay? So, for example, if you have a trust that's a revocable trust and you pass away and the trust disperses money to people, that's immediate, 100% step up in basis because the trust is revocable, okay? If you have a trust that's a grantor trust, even though it's not a revocable trust, but it's a grantor trust, which gets complicated as to what does that actually mean, then you would still get a step up in basis, okay? Uh, if you have an irrevocable trust that, depending on how it's written, the language in that document uh, there's a good chance that when that trust liquidates, you will not get another step up in basis because it got one when the money went into the trust and it won't be stepped up again the second time. Uh, but if you know how to work with it, you can even get a step up in basis with those kind of trusts too by using different techniques. Uh, one of them would be some form of decanting of the trust to change some of the language in the trust if it's appropriate for your situation. Or, or actual liquidation and, and distribution of the trust while you're still alive so that when you pass away, it does go through your estate to the next generation. So you just have to, you have to figure out what's the, what's the purpose of the trust and is, are there provisions in the trust to do things that could get us a step up if we, we really feel that that's better? Because a lot of these trusts, Lee, were written back in the 80s and the 90s when the estate tax was like $600,000, if you had more than 600000 So people were loading money into these trusts to try to prevent that estate tax. Now the estate tax exemption is $13 million. Most people don't have to worry about the estate tax, but they got this money built up in this trust, $500,000, a million dollars, and it's not going to push them over the estate tax, but they've got a capital gains issue now. And so it's, 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 it's worth it for people with old trusts that are irrevocable and will not get a step up in basis to figure out, is there a way to modify this trust to get the step up in basis? Because I don't need to worry about the estate tax anymore. Right. Okay. My other question is, as far as the stock market, it went down like one and a half percent today. If it rebounds in December, what do you think is going to happen in January? Is there typically a January effect? There can be, but there also can be a January negative effect. You know, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not a trader. I, I don't, uh, you know, I've made some good calls on the market over my career, 
I've made some bad calls on the market over my career. And I've learned over my career to stop making calls about the market because sometimes you're right and sometimes you're wrong. And so I really have no idea what's going to happen in six months or a, you know, a month or two or whatever. I can tell you this, that I'm very optimistic about the future of the economies of the world as long as somebody like, um, as long as somebody like Xi Jinping or, or Vladimir Putin don't ruin it. I think that the future of the world is very optimistic, and I don't, I don't understand why so many people are pessimistic. Because you know, you, there are three things that drive economies. One is uh, technology, and the other is demographics. And you could say, well, the U.S. demographics are going down. Yeah, but the world demographics are still very positive, and uh, and technology. You haven't even begun to see what technology is about to do. I'm out of time, Lee. I got to run. We're okay, on an open you. show tonight, 410-922-6680. If you want to call in, uh, and we're on the last quarter hour. All lines are open. Take it away, traffic. This is Drew Tignanelli, and I have a question for you. Is your financial advisor a doctor of personal financial advice? Do you get strategies to reduce taxation, Social Security, Medicare advice, sophisticated retirement planning, investment allocation strategies, estate planning, or help with any issue of money? It is time you do a financial physical with me and my team at the consulate and experience the difference. You hear the depth of knowledge we have about personal finance, so do a financial physical and you'll experience what we believe an advisor should do for you. They should be independent, experienced, credentialed, fee-only, comprehensive fiduciaries. They should be a doctor of personal finance and not salespeople selling you products. Set up an introductory meeting by calling 410-823-SAVE, 410-823-SAVE, or go online, financialphysical.com. That's financialphysical.com. It's time you experience the difference. Back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. You gotta wait until they get to the stanza, you know? <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to. Yeah, we can let it go. The weary world rejoices for yonder Note I can't hit. I couldn't go. I'm not. I can't hit that note. Anyway, is, is it safe to say Anita's three for three? Yeah. Uh, no. She she's uh, she hit number one right there. You know that's my uh, all time <laughs> favorite. So um, so that was great. You know, and Nat King Cole. I mean, you can't you can't go wrong with Nat King Cole. Um, but I wonder why people were dressed up as Eskimos. You know, that's what I'm still trying to figure out. You know, I've wanted to ask Nat that many times. Maybe I'll have to ask his daughter, you know. 
Anyway, um, we're on an open show, Jackson. Somebody called in and asked a question, and it's written down. This is what it says. Can we explain why there's a pre-tax and after-tax fee on life insurance policies? Well, I, you know, I thought about it and tried to think about what could they possibly mean by a pre-tax and after-tax fee on life insurance policies, but without more context as to what exactly you're were experiencing uh, you know, typical life insurance policies don't have a pre-tax and after-tax fee that I can think of. I can come up with some theories as to maybe what you're talking about, but I don't want to, uh, you know, uh, make an assumption as to what it is that you're asking. Uh, so I'm sorry, I uh, really don't understand the context on the life insurance policies. Now, I thought maybe you were referring to pre-tax and after-tax and a in a 401k plan like the pretext traditional versus the Roth, I thought maybe that's what you're referring to, uh, but not not really sure. I don't know if we've got anything more on that, Jackson, but anyway, we're going to leave it at that. We're on an open show tonight, 410-922-6680, 410-922-6680. If you want to call in and ask a question before we finish here, uh, we still have time to probably get a couple more calls in if you want to call in and be the one um, you know, so 410-922-6680. If not, Jackson's got to ask a question. So go ahead, Jackson. Drew, uh, you know, I, I just want to, I, I want to ask what kind of, what kind of gifts, uh, you're looking at for, uh, for Christmas. For myself or for what? For yourself. I don't, I didn't really, you know, my wife asked me that and, you know, we're having the gift exchange at the office, you know, and I asked for a pair of golf shoes that costs 30 bucks, you know? <laughs> what kind of golf shoes are those that only cost 30 bucks? And, uh, and, and uh, cookie sheets, <laughs> you know, I like to make <laughs> Italian Christmas cookies and uh, I need new cookie sheets, you know? So that was my two uh, requests that I made uh, for Christmas and that's it, you know? So uh, that seems pretty simple. What about yourself? You want a uh, new driver or what, you know? You know, I uh, what little golf I play nowadays, I, I can't. Yeah, I can't. listen to you. What little <laughs> golf I play nowadays, you know. I I can't ask a, for for golf guests. I, I I like anything, you know. I've I've got everything I need. So there you go, Greg in Columbia. There, Jackson. Let's yep. see what Greg has to say. Okay. Hey, Greg. How how are you? I'm doing well. Good evening. Um, I have a question. My mother has two IRAs. One which she built up over time with my father's employment and an inherited IRA, which he inherited from my brother when he passed. Okay. My question is, my question is related to required minimum distributions. Right. Um, are required minimum distributions to be taken on both accounts, or can you take one distribution that covers the requirement for both accounts collectively and leave one alone? So, so the answer to that question is... Uh, if your mother had her own IRA, let's say at Fidelity or, or Charles Schwab or Vanguard, and she had three different accounts, she could take her RMD from any one of the three. The problem in your illustration is one is an inherited IRA from a decedent, the other one is her own. Because they're totally distinctly different IRAs, you must take a totally different RMD from the inherited one versus her own because the calculations are completely different. The way you calculate the one for the inherited is completely different from the way you calculate the one from the uh, personal account. But the remember, the key though is, 
If your mother is charitably inclined, make sure she does her charitable distributions from the inherited IRA first. And if it's not enough RMD in the inherited IRA, then go to her own IRA and do the charitable distribution from her IRA. Very good. Okay, All right. thank you. All, All right, right, sir. Thanks, good Greg. question. You know, and, and uh, uh, Jackson, you can't do the the uh, aggregate RMD if you have a 401k in your own name, a 403b in your own name, and an IRA at three different companies. You can do the three different companies, your IRA. You can aggregate them and take it from one, but you can't do it with the 401k and you can't do it with the 403b because they're totally different types of accounts. Let's right. go to Peter in Parkville. That, that actually has a nice rhyme to it. <laughs> Peter, Peter in, in Parkville. Peter in Parkville. Um, one second. Actually, he could be Spider-Man. You know, you <laughs> think about it. He could. He could. Uh, sorry, one second. We're, uh, Peter, uh, we, yeah, lost Peter, Peter. we lost Peter. Peter in Parkville had a good rhyme to it, but we're not going to get to answer his question. So, um, you know, yeah, he could be Spider-Man, though. You know, you think about that. Yeah. Peter, Peter in Parkville, Peter you, Parker. You think Peter's you paying it? any, any uh, RMDs? I, I don't know. I don't know what Peter's question was, uh, but it would have been a good one, I'm sure. Anyway, we're here. Um, we've only got about a minute and a half left. Maybe Peter will call back in and uh, see if we can answer his question in the little bit of time we have left. Um, <clears throat> what else is going on? Um, what other things are you thinking about there, Jackson? Well, so, uh, you know, we, we do have tax season coming up, so, um, yeah. you know, RMDs are, are kind of handled for the year, but, um, you know, next year, uh, you know, what are, what are some things that people should look to do early in the year? Well, you definitely want to start thinking about your Roth IRAs, uh, contributions to Roth IRAs for 2023. If you haven't done them, as soon as you get your W-2, look over your adjusted gross income, see if you can do a Roth IRA. If you can't, your income's too high, you, you need to look at the uh, alternate, which is called the non-deductible IRA into the Roth IRA. Anybody of any income can do that if you know how to do it properly. So uh, that's a strategy to consider. You need to look at your HSA when you get your W-2 and see if you had a health savings account. Did you maximize it? Because remember, you have until April 15th to get your health savings account filled up. And, and for a family, that's like $8,750 if you're over 55, $7,750 if you're under 55. That's a, that's a lot of tax-free money. I just had a client just the other day, Jackson. He had an HSA qualified plan. He hadn't put a nickel into it, okay? But he had like $10,000 of medical bills. And I said, take $8,750, put it in the HSA. Two weeks later, take it back out, and you get an $8,750 tax <laughs> deduction. You know, he was, he was surprised. It's going to save him $3,000 in taxes just because of that one little recommendation. Right. Right. And it didn't, and it doesn't take anything more than a few strokes of administration. Anyway, Jackson, we got to go. Everyone have a Merry Christmas. It's Drew Tignanelli saying God bless. Merry Christmas. Things are going to be much